Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Woman Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Jessen. And I'm Juliette. And today we're going to be reviewing The Unhoneymooners, a standalone rom-com by the insanely talented writing duo, Christina Lauren. But before we dive in, you know the drill. We want you to subscribe to our podcast mm-hmm. on your preferred podcast platform. And please write and review us. It helps people find us. Juliet and I love getting feedback from our listeners, so follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom. If you're looking for some extras, join our Patreon for access to exclusive giveaways, a look behind the scenes of our episodes, and exclusive content including monthly videos featuring Q&As and some fun games. Special shout out to our patrons. We're so thankful for our supporters on Patreon. It means the world to us. And we're going into the episode. I'm super excited about <laughs> tonight. Is, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm like, I just did breath. I like came off of a high after we finished yeah. reading this one. But anyway, right. I do first wanna... about us. Just you know, we've got to insert our yeah, own personal bullshit into this podcast. So. <laughs> I've got something that I think it's funny that everybody else would be like, "This is boring as shit." Shut up, Juliet. <laughs> but it was hilarious to me. So okay, so my husband and my son Jacob are super nerds okay i love them and but they are like super comic book nerds specifically and they usually take a trip like you know every week to lafayette which is a town a city near us and they pick up their comic books they have like regular they actually have two regular comic book stores or whatever but anyway they couldn't go this week and i was like well i'll just go by and pick up your comic books sure give me the address and i'll head over there on my lunch break so i did first of all (laughs) Okay, so I open the door to this comic book store, and there's there's this long ass hallway. Like, have you ever seen Poltergeist, where the no, woman's standing at the end I'm of the not, hall and it gets no, longer and longer and longer? And like, I'm like, where is this store? Because it's just a hallway, and <laughs> on every side are just like these, um, just comic book uh, posters everywhere, plastered. So I'm walking, walking, walking. There's on the left, there's like an insurance door. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, where is it? Finally, I get to the very end of the hall. It's of like course, a hidden it's the, gem. It is. It's the last door. There's no name on it. It's just got like <laughs> posters and shit all over it. So I'm like, creak, open the door. <laughs> and there's this, you know, small. The nerd dungeon. <laughs> it is. It's a nerd dungeon. That's perfect. So I open it up and thank God, you know, it wasn't some scary ass, like, you know, psycho uh place there are racks and racks of comic books but it's by the way guys it's it was wednesday and that's release day for comics if you didn't know this which i only know because again married to a nerd and all i see are um 40 something men it was just so funny because i was obviously out of the odd man out yes and i texted kevin i checked to make sure he sent me his list and made sure i got all nine of them yes that were exactly what he wanted and the woman who owns it, she's like super sweet and helped me out and whatever. But I just thought it was so funny because I felt like they were looking at me like, what is this woman doing in here who obviously does not belong? Because I don't think I look near hip enough to be like in the comic <laughs> book store. I was like in my gear for that is so business funny. gear for work. You I know? love it. <laughs> I love it. So it was funny though. It was a fun little adventure. That is a, such a fun adventure. I was kind of thinking about you before we, uh, well, while we were reading this book, I was thinking about you and um, going on honeymoon trips and stuff like that. And I was just thinking, like, where would I want to go on a honeymoon? And then I was like, okay, so <laughs> y'all went to Hawaii, correct? We went to Maui. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was like, I know. <laughs> and I was the big like, island. I knew that. I was like, Juliet has gone to Hawaii for her honeymoon okay so just a question like would you go back was it like would you oh, ever want to redo your honeymoon absolutely. or was that like a beautiful like 100 percent, like like totally go yes. back there it, it was no so regrets n- no regrets no, <laughs> no regrets no no regrets no none at all as a matter of fact when i was reading this and they were on maui i was like i can't believe they're on maui like i mean just them describing um the island and stuff i was like oh my gosh yeah i remember stuff like that and yeah kevin and i talk about it all the time we still actually have a um bag of black sand from the black oh, sand beach, the beach. We went to. yeah yeah that's so uh, beautiful yeah, i love it it's really cool yeah i was thinking about um just honeymoons and like vacations kind of in general like dream mm-hmm. vacations and for me since i've never gone on a honeymoon before but i was just thinking like for me, a dream vacation is completely different from like where the destination I would want to do a honeymoon at, mm-hmm. you know, because like for me, dream vacations are like, 
you know, touring around like Europe and you know, other continents. Right. But I would never want to do like a honeymoon like that, like too much like sightseeing, touristy things. Because I think I'm you a lazy kinda, person. I, know. I like want to well, be on a beach. You want to hang out with tropical. Them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And the option to do some adventures, but the option right. to just hang back at the pool. Right. So <laughs> I just feel like I don't know why, and I guess because everyone I know has really gone on like more like a Caribbean tropical mm-hmm. honeymoon. Yeah. But I was just like, oh yeah. I could totally picture myself down there, even yeah. though I've never gone. Well, Maui, they actually have an expression we learned there. It's called Maui Okanai, which mm-hmm. means Maui is the best. And so we went to the big island. After that, we stayed there for like three or four days. Then we went to the big island. And we're like, yeah, Maui Okanai. <laughs> <laughs> we love, I mean, Hawaii is beautiful. Wherever you go, it is freaking beautiful. But uh, we would die to go back to Maui. We keep saying one of these Maui days. Maui for lovers. Oh, God, yes. It's just, <laughs> ugh, man. Awesome. Anyway. Okay. Yeah, so I guess we can get into this podcast and talk about the Unhoneymooners. Juliet yeah. is going to start us off and okay. give us a little bit about the book. Here we go. So, in typical Christina Lauren fashion, the Unhoneymooners is a hilariously relatable rom-com featuring delicious enemies-to-lovers trope. You already know that Jess and I are super suckers for some hate-to-love storytelling. Their verbal sparring is the most wonderful form of foreplay and though it's a little light on the explicitly sexual scenes we thoroughly enjoyed this one yeah we totally did and actually we had a conversation because Mm -hmm. i really didn't notice just like you and you're like you know they really weren't sex scenes sex scenes like explicitly detailed sex scenes in here and Mm -hmm. i was like yeah and i didn't even like miss them which is such a strange thing to talk about because like we always love to talk about like oh so-and-so is like really good at writing sex yeah. scenes and stuff and, and I, I usually miss them yeah you exactly. know how i am it's like where are they <laughs> where's and my hot we sex? don't need excessive sex yeah scenes, no but just like you know it's nice to get to see our characters yeah. enjoying themselves yes i like i like hard when it gets one. To that culmination when that se- sexual tension comes to right you and know, there's that a moment. ton of yes. sexual tension in Absolutely. this book but i felt satisfied not i was definitely it's a satisfied closed door too. sex scene pretty much i mean it's not it's yeah. not at all explicit, but yeah. I I'm always satisfied reading a Christina. Yeah, Warren I was novel. strangely not bothered at all, and no. that's what I was. Uh, yeah, we were pre-podcast discussing today, <laughs> and um, so often that's do. what I was saying. I'm like, I just noticed this, and it didn't bother me at all. No, and <laughs> I just think it, it just shows such strong writing in the romance genre. Whenever you're so popular, but you're not writing those sex scenes in there. Right. Hey, I'm not ashamed. I'm like, give me a good sex scene. Like, I definitely yes. look for that. Oh, but yeah. I mean, just shows you how phenomenal they are because they really are. I'm like, it's Absolutely. ridiculous. So let me ask you, how does it rank with the other books you have read by this? author duo okay so i still haven't read like beautiful bastard that whole series mm-hmm. i haven't yeah. read that yet and i know that that was one of their first if not their first series that they've done but mm-hmm. i have read a bunch of their standalones which um was easier for me to like enter into without the commitment of like i must buy all of these books because i cannot right. I, I have to finish the whole series right i think and i remember the this is the second time that i read this for the podcast and the first time was whenever i got the arc um and Immediately after finishing, I was like, I don't know which one I like better, Josh and Hazel's Guide to Dating or The Unhoneymooners. I'm like, they're really, they're really strong contenders for me. (laughs) I think maybe I would put Josh and Hazel on a slightly higher pedestal. And maybe it's because it was my first read by them, period. And I was just like so blown away. Yeah. And it was so magical. But I would say that this is one of their best. Yeah, absolutely. I And I've read Josh and Hazel as well and was like, it. I literally just couldn't stop laughing. You know, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> and it's so perfect. The characters because it's are like such a hot mess. It's the so humors, funny. I don't think is like over the top. I right. think it's just right because right. there's some very serious situations going mm-hmm. on in here, but like the humor is just like beautiful one liners that felt just very natural. Absolutely. Very natural. Absolutely. And yeah. I love that type. And I also, I also really like their style of writing and the way that, in every single standalone that I've ever read, I felt like mm-hmm. every single character was very relatable down to earth, realistic characters. Right, right. Their flaws felt realistic. They had hopes, fears, dreams that felt realistic. I just felt like they were like every, you know, every man's man and every girl's mm-hmm. girl, like yeah. very relatable. Absolutely. And I just like characters like that. I don't want Me to too. read about a character that it's like they have an unattainable beauty or right. whatever. Well, we talked just, about some of our like pet peeves. And right. It- well, let's talk about our characters before we get into our breakdown. Yes. 
So unlike her thrifty, coupon-loving, sweepstakes-winning twin, Olive, seems to be a disaster magnet until her shellfish allergy saves her from food poisoning at her (laughs) sister's wedding, of all things. Things are looking up, especially when her sister offers to let Olive take her place on her non-refundable honeymoon. The only catch is Ethan, a quote, (laughs) prickish, judgmental asshole, according to Olive, has also been offered the honeymoon by his brother. Can they put aside their obvious dislike for one another and enjoy an all-expense-paid trip to Maui? We shall see. (laughs) We shall see. (laughs) All right, guys, we're going to get into the breakdown now because we want to spoil stuff for you. If you've not read this book and you don't want to be spoiled for the entire plot and just everything, don't go ahead. Move along, little doggies. Go read the book and then come back and then you can come chat with us. But for now, we're moving into the spoiler section. Yep. All right, guys, we are in spoiler section, and it is time for our showdown. Showdown, baby. Yes, Juliet is going to start us off. Yes, and I'm going to win today. Oh, she's confident. I'm going to win. Let's go. (laughs) All right, so my showdown takes place at the very end. Oh, and it is when, okay, so brief setup. Olive and Ethan are fighting, or I wouldn't say fighting, but basically... They're broken up. They're broken up. He's been a total ass. Mm -hmm. She won't even talk to him. And she's now waiting tables at the Camellia restaurant, her family's restaurant. And the entire family orchestrates this meeting for him to show up. And he shows up with this grand gesture in a Hawaiian shirt, carrying this cheap-ass Mai Tai um, cup, you know, which it's all representative of their trip and one of their best nights. And when of uh the trip and then when he takes off the hawaiian shirt he's wearing a green skittle green tank top which <laughs> tank top, is made which out, of the, made horrible out of the bridesmaid horrible bridesmaid dress right which is just hilarious because she said even in that he looks so fucking fine this is ridiculous <laughs> but he's he says he, he's you know this is his way of apology and saying it's his grand gesture this is his grand gesture and he's like that was the night i fell in love with you that night the mai tai night yeah and so it was just Awesome. I just loved it because it was so out of character for Ethan because Ethan is, his character is so subdued and in control and don't don't want to be embarrassed or anything. And this was like, I don't care how embarrassed I'm going to be. I love Mm -hmm. you and I want you to know, and I don't care who knows it, you know? And I I just love that. And I think that, I think that the level of fuck up that he did uh, call for that, which we'll we'll talk much more about that later, have a lengthy discussion about, you know, forgiveness. (laughs) Fuck uppery. Yeah, exactly. I like that showdown scene. I thought it was a really cute, sweet grand yeah. gesture, one that she greatly appreciated. Yes. So it was very well, much in her She finally alley, gave you know? in. <laughs> it's hilarious. So yeah. I like that. Okay, so yeah. my showdown scene is actually, and I think it's like even has not more meaning, but it was just a lot funnier to me because I kept yeah. picturing something else as well. So <laughs> they go on a snuba, which I had to look that up, <laughs> trip. And after yeah. they have like a peaceful, she was kind of like, huh, it's kind of nice because they were like snorkeling basically yes. underneath. Like and it was like quiet. Half scuba because it's like they're attached to a line. Right, they're right, not right. Carrying so they can go anything. deeper. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but they're like, you know, just wearing regular stuff. But anyway, so they have to change and they go in the bathroom together <laughs> because they're supposed to be a married couple and they're like that's nothing you haven't seen before huh yeah, just, just go y'all go in there it's like a super small bathroom on the yes boat. and it's like rocking you know whenever in this confined <laughs> spaces like you can't keep your balance yeah. and so they're like getting undressed and like olive of course the unlucky one <laughs> slips and catches ethan <laughs> And um, oh they God. fall on the floor, and she's like, "This is the most fucked up game of Twister, a naked <laughs> Twister I've ever been in." It's just so funny. But I also so Olive has this inner commentary because it's all from her POV, yeah. and she's like, "Oh my God, wouldn't it be horrible if our cold, wet butts just like touched?" <laughs> and when they were both bending me, over to put their clothes back and on, it put me in mind of a episode from Modern Family whenever Jay, which is the uh, patriarch of that family yeah. and his gay um, son-in-law go to the gym together mm-hmm. and they're in the locker room and they accidentally touch butts. <laughs> touch butts? <laughs> so, I, 
I just couldn't help it. But it was almost like the oh, best kind of icebreaker. It was. Because like, they still were in that kind of contentious, uh, contentious like headbutting thing. Moment. And then it just like, you know, later hours later when they're at the yes. hotel, she burst out laughing and he's like, are you laughing about the bathroom? Are you laughing about the bathroom? You're right. That so I felt like so this good. was like such a good icebreaker for them. It's yeah. like, how can you be embarrassed whenever yeah. you're totally naked, just like sprawled on the floor? So that was undignified. a turning point. They just like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's no way we can like just be yes, exactly. <laughs> serious angry anymore because this is ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that, that was, was my show. That was scene. a fabulous Just everything about this book is pretty fun, it, I have it to is. say. It is. Honestly, it's so fun. All righty, guys. Well, let's start breaking down this book for you. It starts, we have Olive, who is our main character, and she mm-hmm. is a twin. And they might be twins, but they're polar opposites. Her twin, Amy, <laughs> is the optimist. She's a veritable four-leaf clover, as Olive describes her. And she is the winner <laughs> of all sweepstakes. All the sweepstakes. She's also our bride-to-be. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Amy, because I, Olive actually mentions that Amy has like her email address is something like Amy wins or something. Yeah. And, Amy winner. So yeah. Yes. And it puts me like my mom is a type of person where every time I get on my personal Instagram account, mm-hmm. she's always tagging me in like giveaways. And I'm just like, mom, <laughs> stop, please. And I'm just like, that's Amy. Apparently she's always yes. the one. Like she's she even has an email like set up for set it. Set up but for contest <laughs> entries. So Olive, she's a pessimist, um, a disaster magnet, and she's unemployed and facing (laughs) homelessness. So her life is just, you know, not going so hot at this moment. And she also, for her uh, sister Amy's wedding, since the majority of what Amy got for her wedding was free, she's wearing this ugly Skittle Green 7-Up bottle uh, color yes. bridesmaid's dress. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. It was. It was perfect. Her By the way, Amy is a true couponing queen because her wedding apparently almost only cost her a thousand dollars out of pocket. Get out. I'm Just like, stop no. it. Because no. In modern day times, Hell that is no. like basically five bucks. No, that's <laughs> like, that's come crazy. On. I was like, what? I need an Amy. Yeah, seriously. So Olive cannot eat the seafood buffet because she's mm-hmm. allergic to shellfish. shellfish. Mm-hmm. And Amy's future brother-in-law, Ethan, refuses to eat from a buffet because <laughs> it is a cesspool for bacteria. Yeah. He's like, Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like, a little bit of a germaphobe. Yes, but he's, he's like, quite but he, a bit of a yeah. germaphobe. So Olive feels kind of mad toward her brother-in-law, Dane, who Amy's marrying. She's really not liking uh, her brother-in-law's brother, Ethan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because their Ethan's first meeting. Worse. Yeah. The first meeting <laughs> goes back like two years ago. And um, that was whenever Amy and Dane were kind of getting serious. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. well, we'll go. It'll be meet fun for family. our siblings. We'll mm-hmm. kind of meet. And they just had like a not a great meeting at the state fair because she said, um, well, at first, yeah. you know, she lays eyes on Ethan. She's, she's like, like, what whoa. a delicious specimen. Yes. Thank you. And she just says she felt anything but other uh, other than sisterly interest. Like she was like <laughs> ready to get down. Yeah. But then she apparently made the cardinal sin of being a curvy girl <laughs> getting a basket of cheese curds. I love that line me too the cardinal sin of a curvy girl yeah i just everything sounds like wonderful curvy girls everywhere yes exactly so (laughs) apparently he just like looked at her and walked away and so this is our big kind of scene that sets the tone of the rest of their Mm -hmm. relationship and she interpreted it as he was judging her for eating the right right like you shouldn't be eating that deer Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly so she says that from that day on, he's been nothing but disdainful and prickly with her. So that's our setup for Olive and Ethan. Mm-hmm. Whenever she goes tell Ethan that, you know, they're going to be eating chicken or whatever, she's going to have to go tell the chef, you know, to remind him right. that they have they to have, have separate two plates. plates aside. Right. She's kind of having an epiphany. And this is what she thinks about Ethan. Like, why, why is, is he so just like cold toward me? Mm-hmm. And she says, maybe Ethan resents Amy from taking his travel buddy away from him because Ethan and Dane go on all kinds of trips yes. all the time. Constantly in these like adventure trips mm-hmm. it, all yeah. over the world. And always apparently it coincides with like, Times whenever Amy's planning either an anniversary, Valentine's, something, something's always going on. And so she's like, and then he just looks at her and he's like, Olive, you sound legitimately insane. Yeah. Which honestly, this was like a good theory for her. I was like, oh, that could totally be possible. Even me, I was like, I I can see that. 
little jealousy. And just like he's taking it out on Olive because you can't really take it out on Amy. Right. So I was like, hmm, good theory. It's a wrong theory, but it's a good theory. It was wrong, but I was totally down with it. (laughs) I was right along there with her. So, of course, while Olive is making her, you know, uh, maid of honor speech, the wedding, entire wedding party and the guests just start projectile vomiting everywhere. And actually, (laughs) this scene was described in such a horrible, horribly funny way. I was dying because I'm like, I don't actually want to mentally picture this, but I can't help it. And I'm just like, I literally, like, I could see this as a movie. Like, and when they call it wedding apocalypse. Oh, God, it was terrible. It was so disgustingly it was funny terrible ethan does make ethan does make a comment like your speech wasn't that bad yeah because <laughs> it was in the middle of olive's speech of course yeah. when his her sister throws up on her groom yes. but of course ethan does have to have the last word about the whole buffet and he says i've never in my life been more smug to be the eternal buzz buffet buzzkill exactly because he told like, he yes. told her he was like it's it's a cesspool yeah. and bacteria. it was and it was from and bacteria contagious. that just gave everyone like you know yeah Diarrhea I forgot what it was called, for but it was just gross. Sida, yeah. la, la, la. I yeah, don't know. No. One of those bacteria names. You Grody. Know. Grody, yeah. basically. Yeah, disgusting. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like looking at buffets going, mm, I don't know. <laughs> but all we have down here are buffets, are buffets. for waiting. Like, hello? But we rarely have fish in the buffets. No, exactly. It was from the shellfish specifically, mm-hmm. or yeah. the fish. Yeah. So, okay. So Amy, because she is obviously incapacitated, and they have to leave the next day for the honeymoon, which is non-refundable, which she yeah, won she for won free. she won it, and it has all kind of stipulations. Yeah, all kinds of stipulations like, you know, you um, can't it commit ha- fraud, you, you can't commit fraud. It has to be you and your, you know, designated, significant, designated yeah. person or whatever. So she insists that she take the honeymoon, pretend that she's her, you know, they're twins. So she can use her ID. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah. And then um, and then Dane also told Ethan to go since it's Amy and guests. Yeah, because Amy right. did the whole planning. And right. So she didn't and actually the trip is to, like yeah. for her. Right. right. So. <laughs> Olive's like, you know, I'm unemployed against my will. So I think I probably need the vacation more than you when she gets into a little fight with Ethan because they're like, who's going to get this trip? Mm -hmm. He's like, wait, you were laid off from Bukaki? Which I thought this is the (laughs) most funny, just running joke throughout the whole thing. Like, it was. She used to work for a company called Butaki. Yes. But Ethan purposely calls it Bukaki. And I'm just like, I can't. I can't. It's just like a porno (laughs) in my mind. I'm just like, oh my God. It's just one little line like this. And I'm just rolling. I'm just. No, um, and that kind of thing, and it comes up. It doesn't come up all the time, but it's no, the, the funniest the moments. moments. Yes, yeah. and then also some numerous Harry Potter oh, references. Oh yes, the Harry Potter references, and the fact that Ethan knows them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, oh, she yeah. calls points. him Voldemort at yeah, one point, and like says it's like so on funny. the island, like oh you're yeah. off to go, go hide your go horcruxes. <laughs> go go check on your horcruxes. <laughs> yeah, so very funny. They also mentioned fried green tomatoes, which I have to yes. give props to. I watched I it love- the other day. Oh, I read it. I love. I, I love fried green tomatoes. But anyway, that's so funny. Just sidebar, that's the kind of book my mom wants me to write. It's oh, like no. The Southern Charming. I'm like, Mom, no. I'm never going to write that. I'm no. so sorry. <laughs> never going to be me. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Olive, uh, okay, so right as they're going on the airline, Olive gets a call and it's a job offer from Hamilton Biosciences. And it's, you know, obviously unexpected, but she can like sign all the paperwork, the HR paperwork via um, online and everything. And so she's super excited. She's like, maybe my luck's changing, you know, yeah, as she's like, getting this on the plane. Wonderful. I like, have oh the, my I'm on this honeymoon trip. Yeah. First, I, I avoided the wedding apocalypse vomiting. I get a free trip. I get a new job, you know, <laughs> like this is good. Yeah, things are looking up. Yeah. Uh, what she does notice when they're on the plane, though, is that Ethan seems afraid of flying like seriously like, like he's sweating. ill like yeah. sweating mm-hmm. shaking almost accosting the you know Stewardess. flight attendant yeah, like, like how many miles how many does miles? this plane have how, on how, it? how many how many uh wrecks or not wrecks but plane crashes has the captain been like cr- asking crazy questions i like how she's like just the one <laughs> just the one he's like was she serious was she serious <laughs> no. i was like dude and so i'll kind of remark she's like my god this for the big adventurous you know world traveler he's kind of freaking out about planes right because Dane and Amy, she obviously doesn't mm-hmm. hang around with Ethan a ton because they don't right. like each other. Right. But she she's just really like the know. picture that is painted is this kind of daredevil, <clears throat> like, oh, he always wants to do this. Exactly. And this, exactly. You know, new experience type of guy, but he's just yeah. not acting like that right, right now. Red flag, red flag. <laughs> yeah. So that's a little hint. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So when they get to the hotel, what's so funny is Olive is a terrible liar, like, I, I awkward it. ass liar. And like the she way. Just- 
I've read books where it's like, oh, I'm a terrible liar. And people just know I'm lying. No, Olive is a really no, terrible Olive liar. Olive will just like. She's the person who like gives too much information. Yes. And it's like, you need to shut up. Yeah, though. it's like Diary Keep of the Mouth. Story. Just simple. Stop. Just and stop. She, just stop it's talking. beautiful though. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, I felt for her. <laughs> so funny so um so ethan tries to keep like taking over and like come here honey and is like trying to like smooth yeah, like, it over and everything talk, let me just, do it just just stop just give me your ids and stop now please you know i'll check this in i'll get it going so we get up to this beautiful honeymoon suite it's absolutely gorgeous with one giant bed Which in a bedroom they never thought about it on <laughs> they didn't think trip. about it. they're kind of like awkward yeah like who yeah the bed yeah and she's like you know without a doubt we both would happily die on the not sharing a bed with you hill but how do we decide who gets the only bedroom so it's kind of like now they're like oh shit. i love the back and forth though because at first yes. ethan was like cool so you're the girl the you get the bedroom so she's, she's like, like why what? she's like why since i'm a girl do i get the bedroom like no, i get the bedroom because my was, sister won the trip mm-hmm. like you know yeah that's why i get like, the bedroom well, dane did this and she's like oh no amy did this <laughs> And then he was like, fine, have the bedroom. And she's like, I don't want the bedroom now that you're just giving it to me. I know. It's, I, it's funny. so funny. And it then it comes into more it. play later. They're, yes. they're super like contentious, like they constantly can't arguing. Help but just argue about everything. Yes. And this is just pretty much the epitome of their relationship. <laughs> it's, it's so awesome. cute though. So Olive decides she's going to go for a spa and relax. Because you know. who wouldn't? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much. (laughs) So she heads down there and she's just enjoying like the afterglow of the spa, like relaxing. And she hears someone call her name and she looks up and it's like, Miss Torres. (gasps) Miss Torres. She's like, Oh my God. It is her new boss who like, just yeah. hired her like for the Hamilton owner Biosciences. Of the, the owner. Boss. It's Mr. Hamilton. Yes. It of is Hamilton him. Biosciences. Yes. And so she's freaking out because the attendant there is like, Oh yeah, she just got married. And so it all just kind of comes yeah, she's out. Like, Ms. Thomas, you forgot your ring. Yeah. Mrs. Thomas, you forgot your wedding ring. And, and like, then he's like, you're married. I didn't know that. Basically. So she just goes with the lie because she's so afraid if the people at the hotel figure it out yeah, and she, then they get kicked she lists out. Her option. And she's like, option one is telling him haha funny story i'm actually on my sister's honeymoon but then you risk committing fraud with the trip possibly right and And that that just i mean the the odds of the person actually reporting that this person's low you know very low but she said the the immediate like right after she told mr hamilton that mm -hmm. yeah I yeah. just come married. Yeah. She was like, that was the absolute wrong decision. And I yeah. like that. I like how yeah. she was like, I wish I could take it back, but now I can't take it back. But now like, she can't. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I just find it so funny that she is the kind of person that it's so honest. She's such an honest person that it's really sort of killing her that she's in this lie. And to also get this, it like, makes it kind of just like, like brings the hammer home is that in that interview, Mr. Hamilton said that he prides his company on like honesty honesty. and integrity. And that's all running through her head at the same time. She's like, Oh my God. It's just a shit show scene. And it's like, what are the odds? And then the worst thing is he and well, why don't you and your husband have dinner with me and my wife? It's our last night here. And she's like, we're celebrating 30 years of marriage. And she can't say no, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, so now she's got to like, go, reason? she's got to go beg Ethan yeah. <laughs> to go along with this. Exactly. <laughs> which she does convince him to go, um, which I'm glad that he didn't have to convince him too hard. Like, yeah, he, he, yeah, he was nice actually guy. really generous about it. Yeah. He's a nice guy. So I love the exchange because Olive is telling Ethan to be charming at dinner, but not too charming since she'll probably have to invent a horrible accident for him to get into yes. during the honeymoon. Yes. Like, oh, so sad. He drowned. He drowned. He, he back died. To the boat. He died. Or he did something horrible to me and I had to divorce him. Yeah, or something. no. So she just... And he just looks at her like she's insane. Like crazy, crazy person. <laughs> so at the dinner, Ethan proves to be a really good liar, actually, mm-hmm. because he couches the lie, couches the lie in truth, in you truth. know, which said, is the perfect yes, way he says they, how they truly met. You exactly. Know, well, the third time, it was like the third time, which this is the interesting part. So whenever... Because they are not taking no for an answer because all mm-hmm. are just like, we can skate by this dinner without talking about us. We'll just make the conversation about them. Right. They won't let it be about yeah. them. Mr. Hamilton Mr. Hamilton's like, all no, we want to know them. how did you meet? This and is, yeah. Olive simple. We met through friends was not cutting it. So Ethan just takes over. Yeah. And Ethan tells him about an actual event that happened. And he actually recalls exactly what mm-hmm. Olive yes. was wearing. She just Her like t-shirt. Lit. Remember the so, exact t-shirt mm-hmm. she was wearing? So that's was like, like also another yeah. little red flag. He pays attention to her. Yeah. And some She's like how does he remember that Mm -hmm. (laughs) so he definitely notices olive even though that they have a contentious relationship it definitely there's something deeper she's made a mark on him yes exactly (laughs) 
So Mr. and Mrs. Hamilton love Ethan and invite him <laughs> to like the spouse group, which here's my fried green tomatoes reference. Oh, whenever they're talking yes, about the, you know, the, the mirror scene where they're, let's look they're at our vaginas. Lab- labia. Everybody's <laughs> checking them out. That's hilarious. So yeah, so that, he made an impression. So just when they think that they've dodged a bullet, Ethan's ex-girlfriend appears with her new fiance. It's mm-hmm. like, and he's just like, your boss leaves. <laughs> And now my ex-girlfriend's here. Have we yeah. earned a spot in the A-circle of hell? Now we have to keep this stupid <laughs> she's like, act up yeah, she's the like, entire oh, no. time. My bad luck is getting us. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I really love this. I I mean, like, what are the odds? It's great odds that they yeah. meet two people that they know and two important people too. But I really like it because it's forced proximity. And we've yes. talked about this over and over and over again. It's like... In order for a relationship to develop, you need a natural way for them to be forced to spend right. time with each other. And first of all, the honeymoon, you really the can't honeymoon get away. The honeymoon by itself. And I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, this is freaking genius. Yes. And then <laughs> now, they had planned on just doing activities separately. But now, right. since the ex-girlfriend's there with his her fiance, yes. and now if they see each other around the resort, you have to be with your spouse. Right. So now you have to be yes. together. Now you have to do stuff together. And I just thought it was so perfect. Perfect. Oh, and one more thing that was so funny was that one thing that Olive had to give up for Ethan to go to the dinner was the bedroom, to Mm -hmm. sleep in the bedroom. But then when the girlfriend comes along, she's like, "Uh, I'm getting the bedroom back. Yeah, exactly. Like, Carla. He's like, fine, whatever. So sharing a room with Ethan means catching him shirtless sometimes. And Olive (sighs) appreciates his muscly muscles. She's like, Mm -hmm. even his muscles have muscles. (laughs) And then I love how under her breath, she's like, how dare you? Whenever she yes. like, sees him without a shirt and he kind of like chuckles. But, he like, laughs like he knows. Yeah, ignores it. And he knows <laughs> so what she's cute. talking about, like catching how you shirtless. dare you be so but fine. But you know what? You know what? Olive's packing in the boobage department. She's mm-hmm. also quite impre- impressive. And they're preparing to go on their snuba excursion. And I did look that up because I was like, what the fuck is snuba? And then <laughs> um, it's hybrid of snorkeling and scuba where you don't actually carry a tank with you it's just like a line that you mm-hmm. put the mouthpiece in it and it's like connected to a thing yeah. but i was just like this is cool i could do that <laughs> so they go do that and it's like a really nice time because it's very quiet mm-hmm. nobody's talking they just kind of like enjoy each other's like we're gonna appreciate the scenery together yeah. and there's no snarky comment back and forth kind of and so it's like the first time that they're nice to each other it's because they can't talk to each other mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> but um yeah, so the girlfriend and her fiancé are definitely on that boat, and they kind of force Ethan and Olive to act the lovey-dovey, which yeah. it's so awkward, it's, and, and it, it's so funny. It's so obvious, though. She's so trying to, like, show off with this guy and oh, try yeah. to, like, be all up but in his face. But it's just like what Olive Ugh. said. She's like, whenever Ethan said, this is my wife, it made him instantly a thousand times more attractive because she could no longer have him. Right. Like, this is, Olive's like, I don't know the circumstances, why they broke up and mm-hmm. who broke up with who, but you can definitely see the gleam in this ex-girlfriend's eyes. Like, yes. I want him because now he's unavailable, which right. is so sad, but so true. I, I mean, I don't not, understand that. That's, that's I, I mean, you want what you can't have, I guess. Yeah. So, but they do include like little digs in each other while they're pretending to be like in love. Like he's, mm-hmm. he rubs his sweaty chest against her back whenever she's like, ew, get away from me. <laughs> she's like, stop it. And he so does it more. See, this is, this is just like, you know, this is foreplay, they're, guys. Yeah, they're playing foreplay. too. It's so, so fun. So the post snuba changing in the small bathroom scene, we talked about it on my showdown <laughs> scene. It still gets me every time. I just can't, I just can't handle it. And it's just as funny to them because they can't stop laughing at yeah that. but i do like this because olive tells ethan i want you to know and i'm sure you hear this a lot but that was by far the worst sexual experience <laughs> of my life and ethan says i feel like we should have used protection <laughs> anyway olive is starting to realize that she and ethan are building more good moments yeah. than bad moments and this <clears throat> is unfamiliar territory for her She's just like, I don't know what to do with this. Mm-hmm. Now I have some reasons to like him. And I know. what do you do? I mean, they actually <laughs> like your arch fun. enemy. Yes. Yeah. And enjoyed each other's company. Mm-hmm. And they're actually playing this little, you know, pretend game of being a couple is even fun. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, so, yeah. So we see them having a good time. They spend the rest of the vacation doing couple activities, including paintball, which was hilarious. During the paintball 
excursion. They do have a downtime, like where they're behind like this, I don't know, whatever protection where they're hiding from those teenage boys trying mm-hmm. to like kill them all. They're like, they totally underestimated those little, racy these, teenagers. It's so funny. They were shit talking though, man. Oh yes. Oh, my they God, were shit talking so bad. I wanted to beat up like, these teenagers. Shit. Like, where are your parents? I know. And I love when Ethan is like, oh, they're kids. They're so stupid. Olive's like, uh, no, not nowadays. Yeah, these kids, like their whole team, Olive and Ethan's team were like, gone and like yeah. all the kids team is still there yeah they're still like wandering like around <laughs> listening like to their ipod or whatever um but there's a moment where they're like behind this barrier or whatever hiding from the teenagers and she gets him to open up about what happened with the ex you right. know so we, exactly so we do have like this sort of moment where in between all this like craziness yeah, where they learn about bonding. each other yes so i really like that so he even tells her how he had planned to propose to her and actually <laughs> did propose to her and she never even said like it was like on fourth of july mm-hmm. with the fireworks and her response like is kind of like hugging gesture. him and crying but nothing but he's like she never yes. said yes and so the next day when he w- went back to their apartment that they shared together he put she she had Packed all her shit and left and put a note on the dry erase board. I can't marry you. Sorry. Yeah. Like in Sharpie. It. In Sharpie. So she couldn't erase it. I'm like, that dumb bitch. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, he does yeah. mention I really like how he said that he's glad it never happened yes. because their relationship was only surface level. Yes. And they never fought. Guys, if you're a member of Patreon, I do do <laughs> behind the scenes looks at our look at our podcast and we did discuss how I'm I personal experience. I'm like, if someone's like never fought before, yes. to me that's a red flag. I'm exactly. like, I don't want somebody to be a yes person. I'm I like, know. Yeah. So for I mean, me, I was just like, Yes, I know what you mean, Ethan. <laughs> I was like, I know exactly. what you mean. I know. And so it was um so that was good. And yeah, and I like that he confessed that she was not the one, you mm-hmm. know. And Olive even is like, I, she kind of lists stuff she's learned about him. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, and also learned he's a bit of a romantic. And like, he's romantic. I love that when she put that, that was, one on the that list. That was cute. I thought yes. that was cute. Yes. So this was actually one of my other scenes runner that I was thought about for Me too. This is my exact runner up. Oh my gosh. Yes. We would, if we would have both picked our runner up. Okay. So here's our runner, our runner up is the next scene where they go, <laughs> they go to their couple's massage. Okay. And um, while they're waiting, Ethan brings up that Amy would freak if she saw them getting along. And so they're kind of laughing about that, about how Amy and Dane would all just be dying about them just having a good time together and getting along. And then (laughs) they didn't because they had such a crazy day with like everything they had been through that day, the paintball and all that craziness. They didn't really look at what a couple's massage was. Yeah, because it's a very interesting couple's it's, massage. Yeah. And so after the little soak in the hot tub where they kind of avert eyes so they can get in naked. Because they have to be naked. Yes, they have to be naked. Um, then they go into the massage room and discover that um, this is a tutoring session where the masseuse, basically one of them gets on the table, the masseuse massages and teaches the other one how to do it and then gives them private time to do it alone. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit balls. Which I really like this one too. And the reason why I was going to pick it for a scene as well, like it was up for it, is because throughout the whole thing, Olive is kind of a little bit body conscious with Ethan yes. just because, not because she doesn't like her body, she, but she because she, she loves her body, but that he has a problem with yes. it. That's, yes. that's what the whole reason yes. she's like, oh, I'm going to have to get naked. But and he's stuff. made a couple of comments about mm-hmm. how, like, oh, you're beautiful and stuff like yeah. that. But she does kind of, she's a little bit vulnerable and she's mm-hmm. like, just don't make fun of my body. And he was like, I would never. I would, and he says he, do he goes, that. he goes still and yeah. silent. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's actually one of my favorite quotes for Patreon that I yes. put down there. I love that moment. So I think th- this is another one of those moments where they're kind of opening up to each other. And right. like whenever Olive is, because um, they're having this discussion while the masseuse had like gone out the room yes. so they could decide yes. who's going to be massaged. That's what I was going to mention. And, um, and so they're having that whole conversation. And then Ethan, I don't know, I guess whenever he realizes that maybe Olive's a little bit body conscious in front of him, he like decides to let his, let his inner like heat and animal like yes. side shine through and be like, he lets his attraction shine. He absolutely does. Say. And he gets a little vulnerable too, because when they're deciding, she just blurts out. She's like, cause they're fighting over who's going to get massaged and who's going to do the massage. And he's like, you go and I'll massage you. And she's like, no, you go and I'll massage you, you know, and then. Um, she goes, wait a second. Are you afraid? Are you afraid you're going to get a boner? (laughs) 
And he's like, actually, yeah, I really am. You know, like, and she was shocked that he admitted it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, <laughs> like she just was kind of like shocked that he would admit Admitting. that. This is the good. funniest and sexiest scene. It was hot. Y'all. It, was it was super, hot. super sexy. It was. Oh, anyway. So when Ethan, he's messing, they're back in their room, you know, and Ethan's kind of messing around. The ice is like really totally broken after he <laughs> massaged her butt. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Ethan's kind of messing around because he's shirtless again and Olive's kind of just not paying attention looking mm-hmm. at his muscles. So he's squeezing his muscles yeah, and he's like, making oh. him jump and he's like, so I live likes my muscles. Yeah, I live likes the muscles. And so she's <laughs> laughing and says, oh, you remind me of Dane. And he instantly deflates and he's just like, I know. And she's like, well, what's wrong? And he was like, well, I mean, I guess I just consider that a bad thing because it seems like you don't like Dane. And so Olive explains why she doesn't like Dane. And she's like, every single time, um, Amy has something planned. Amy has something planned. You know, he never, you, you always, Pull him on him. trips. Mm-hmm. You're always pulling and him away in these always, trips. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Amy puts a lot of thought into all of her plans. Like her Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. she had that so-and-so planned. And he's like, oh, can't get out of it. And Ethan is like, um, but Dane plans the trips. Yeah, Dane is the one planning the trips, guys. Yeah. But then he also defends his brother. He's like, well, I'm sure that he didn't realize that she had these plans or forgot. Yeah, he, he would never do that not on doing it. He's, he's not a mean person. Yeah, he right. wouldn't do that to Amy. He loves right. her. But Olive is just like, Wait, what? Like, oh, don't know because she already knows he's Olive, specifically been lying to Amy about Olive that. <laughs> describes him as a bro type, frat oh, type, and God. I'm not saying all frat people are like this, this but I'm just true. saying this kind of just like you know stereotype yes. is like they're in they're innately selfish people, mm-hmm. and so it's Olive just like that's not vibing because I can't yeah. see. Yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah. If Dane was planning these trips. He obviously, like all of the things that Amy has told me does not vibe with, I have planned these trips. Right. It's always been Dane plans these Mm -hmm. trips. So it's also revealed that Dane was actually dating a girl named Trinity two years ago, but Amy has been with him for three years. Yeah. Ethan is also defending him and says, well, that was before that they were exclusive. And (laughs) and Olive, Olive is like, when, when, when they started when being they exclusive. were being exclusive was that when right was before that? they got engaged and he was like oh, yeah. yeah and she yeah. goes <gasps> bastard and he, like, and he was like you tricked me yeah <laughs> you I know. Didn't know so funny she was and, being um, really good there and uh ethan ethan's like look you don't know yeah she might have known about yeah, she might have known about this like they might have not been exclusive yeah, but or whatever her instinct is like i know my sister exactly you but know? i do kind of like how she thinks about it a little bit she's like well i i don't know maybe yeah, maybe, maybe amy does know about it and exactly. she just didn't want to talk to me about it like she, she knows i don't really doubts. like him she doesn't just go like full on like no i'm right yeah she does yeah. think about the other side yeah. and i really like that because it does come into play later on in the book too right where this is taking back thinking think about other sides of situations and stuff right. like that but there is one more big bomb that happens <laughs> and olive's pissed about it because ethan whenever she's freaking out about it ethan's like you're really jumping to conclusions here and dane was right and she's like what's dane right about and ethan says that dane had warned him off of olive that day at the state fair (laughs) saying that she olive was bitter and cynical and that she hates everybody and that you shouldn't give her a shot yes because he wanted to ethan had wanted to date her like he wanted to ask her out that night and dane said warned him off yes and so basically the whole thing was a misunderstanding because What Olive interpreted as him looking at her and like in disgust Judging for her. eating. It was yes. mostly like, this is a woman I can't have, yeah. apparently. Or the, yeah, my me. brother's just told me she's not mm-hmm. worth it. So Exactly. And so it was like, well, I guess I'll stay away from her because I am physically attracted to her. But I guess I don't want to get involved with that type right. of person, which right. is understandable. So Olive thinks that Dane possibly pushed them away from each other because Ethan was a shield to hide his philandering ways. This, we have a yes, winner. We yes. have a winner. I was like, this is the exact exactly. motive. This that is, is the motive, and Olive's <laughs> right in all things. Just saying. Yeah, but and they the do fact agree. That Dane painted her as this bitter, cynical person. It's just oh, mean. Dane is a horrible person. He though. is. He absolutely is. He's a horrible person. I hate him, and <gasps> I would love to chop his balls off. But yes. that anyway, is, that is a conversation for a little bit later. Yes, we'll save that. So they agree to drop it for the rest of the trip because both both 
are pretty much on their siblings' sides, which right. I get it. I get what you want to think the best of your siblings, mm-hmm. and you and don't want to really bash res- them. Right. And you can't really resolve it now because they're not going to. No, you can't gonna, ask them about right. it. Exactly. They don't know the whole story. So they agree to drop it. And I'm glad, though, too, because, you know, they still have some time to enjoy Maui. Mm-hmm. So they also decide that they, they both agree that they want more than a vacation fling and decide to see where this goes when they return home, which I thought was awesome. Like, I was yeah. so scared they're going to be like, oh, this is just a... to be a little bit a- vulnerable and yes. just be like... And yes. Ethan finding is just like, I'm crazy about you. Yes. Like, I'm crazy oh, about you, too. So good. That was cute. <laughs> so um, they also plan to break it to Amy and Dane the next day after they get home. They're like, let's just like wait till after we get home and get settled and then um, we'll surprise them both. But as they're picking up uh, their bags at baggage claim and having a little smoochy smoochy, they turn around and who's standing there but Amy and Dane with a welcome from back home from our honeymoon <laughs> sign, <laughs> which is hilarious. Amy's sign just like droops. <laughs> what She's was like, that? What is this? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> oh, God. And so uh, at first you see Dane's kind of like he's kind of got like a. A, a not happy eyes. face. Yeah, just kind of like not happy. Like, oh, what? What, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and this like, was how does this funny. affect my life? Right. And and this is what I think is funny because um, Olive really kind of she thinks it through. She's decided she's like, look, I'm not going to tell Amy about this. I might have just I don't know what I'm talking about. I better not get involved. I could be totally yeah, wrong. Yeah, they commit. They so verbally just, say they that verbally they're say not going to approach it. We're just going to leave it alone. And but so Dane has to be Dane. I know. And so it's like, so, uh, so Dane, he's like, Oh no, everything's great, Dane. Everything's fine. And then Dane jokingly has a little offhanded comment. Maybe we could, t- we could totally trade twins sometime to his brother. And like everyone else laughs, but like, Olive ha, 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 ha. is already on the anti Dane train. Yeah. And so it automatically has her hackles rising because yeah. she interpreted interprets it as this is another point yeah. against him this is yeah. like no you don't make these comments about your sister in law especially in front of her and her new mm-hmm. boyfriend i can tell you what i well, not that i have a sister but if kevin would say something like that i'd be like hell no what oh no that's what i'm saying <laughs> like no it's not normal but no they also but- say that like his his humor is gross humor, which yes. I never would be attracted to this type yes. of person. It's just douchey. Y'all. I don't he's like a, that. He's, it's all douchey. Mm-hmm. Everything is just immature. Immature. Very, you think you're funny, just but you're really not. A dipshit. That's what okay. he is. And yeah. I, ugh, gross. 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 <laughs> just gross. Okay. That's it. <laughs> like, how are you related to Ethan? Because <laughs> I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So they go home and I love this. She's been home an hour and she hears uh, someone knocking on the door, knocking, uh, ringing the doorbell, knocking the door. And lo and behold, it's Ethan surprising her with takeout. And um, it's just, I don't know. I just thought it was so cute because they couldn't even stand to be away from each other they'd been together for yeah. so long on the honeymoon and now she's like oh, yay you're here i missed you <laughs> you know like they both separated because they're like we're both homebodies yeah they were both kind of like will you come to my house you come to my house but yeah. they both wanted their own their houses own space. for a reason but mm-hmm. ethan caves and, and brings takeout exactly. she's like has no pants on which hey i'm a firm <laughs> member of the no pants gang. If exactly you're, if, you're, if i'm in my house there's no pants on yeah like who needs pants <laughs> exactly but i really do like the scene because it really shows it and i'll even mentions it to ethan like mm-hmm. we, we're past the getting to know yeah. you we're gonna be on our best behavior type of stage and we're like yeah ethan's totally down with that but they also talk she also they also talk about how they just feel like they've been a couple forever mm-hmm. you know it feels like deeper and it's because they've had this such uh like contentious relationship mm-hmm. where they've they just have known each other, of, but just going out of their way to be at each other's throats <laughs> and like mess around with each other. Right. And so it's like, there's no embarrassment right? at this point. They're beyond that. They're just so cute. I yes. love it. And they're just enjoying each other. So she mm-hmm. goes to her first day at Hamilton Biosciences and she's in HR signing more paperwork. And Mr. Hamilton um, comes in and she just basically, she decides I need to tell the truth. Right. Well, no, Mr. Hamilton's like, announcing to the whole thing like hey oh that's right yeah he's he's announcing to everybody that she's uh she just got married and all this stuff and then that's when she's like i can't keep i can't keep this up so that's when she tells him the truth and um (laughs) it gets really like awkward and silent and at the end of the day she's asked to go to his office and lo and behold he um he hears her out and he's like Mm -hmm. he understands her predicament but at the same time he's like we have a morality clause in the in the um 
whatever yeah, he's, the contract he's a real big stickler and he's for like stickler about being honest and so he fires her which let's talk about this i totally yeah. understand it and obviously it was a big deal for him but mm-hmm. if i was in his position i would have let her have the second chance yeah i would have never fired i would have been like okay and the fact that well she was honest to even admit mm-hmm. it she could have kept carrying it on yeah exactly but he even said he said you made us feel like uh, you let me sit there with those lies. To me, it was almost like an ego thing. Like you it made was. me feel like a fool. It was, you know. It was, and, and so, we do see at the end, and his wife fusses at him, like yes. you're still trying to fill that yeah, position. You idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I do think it was very much an ego thing. Right. I think she deserved a second I chance. Agree. In I all agree. Honesty. That was rough, but mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, it, also it just showed that's life. You know, yeah. things happen in life that are not fair. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. But it works out for all of in the end, so it doesn't it does. matter. It does. So, um, so Olive and Ethan meet Dane at a bar afterward. It was supposed to be for celebration of her first day, mm-hmm. but it ends up being yeah. C- Amy's supposed to be there, her. but she's, yeah, she's like an hour fucking late. Hour late, which immediately I was like, uh-huh. "Where's Dane been?" Yeah, I was like, "Dane Where's probably Dane told her the wrong time." Honestly, yeah, I probably told her the wrong time so he could go run off or something and mm-hmm. then show up. So while they're all sitting around, Ethan has to run to the bathroom. So. Dane and Oliver left alone and guess what guys he makes a pass at her he Again. says if you ever want to mix it up mm-hmm. and be with me basically you know mm-hmm. hey and she like this is the thing I wanted to talk about this too later on Ethan's like maybe you misinterpreted but she didn't because mm-hmm. she makes it a point to say I'll pass at a sexual relationship with my mm-hmm. brother-in-law mm-hmm. and Dane just like shrugs it off mm-hmm. so there was no misunderstanding about what he meant by the conversation yes and you don't make those types of comments yeah <laughs> so that's what i was going to ask you because you know later everybody's like oh no he was joking he wasn't serious so has this ever happened to you before have you ever had like a guy say something to you i mean maybe not a specific instance in your head but he's you know what he wants and mm-hmm. what he means by yeah. the his voice tries to and play his it eyes like he what he's looking at on your body i mean y'all we're women. We're used. We know when a man is yeah. being serious and him, when mean, it's not. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And so that to me, I was like, that's what upset me is that they didn't trust her, that she knew what she saw. Mm-hmm. And that's you know what, what I mean? Said. Yeah, that's what, that's exactly what she said. Yeah. So like a cop. I'm, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm pretty sure I know what flirting looks like. I'm pretty sure I understand yeah, I, I, what a I, sexual pass is. I know exactly what mm-hmm. he meant. He meant what he said. Yeah. So, um, but this gets she even right, yeah. hackles right. I know. Which I understand defending your sibling and stuff, but I feel like the points are racking up against Dane's favor at this mm-hmm. point. And mm-hmm. Ethan is and no, still everybody's really still blind got a bar. to it. Exactly. And Olive does say something to him like, why do you have him on this pedestal? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. First of all, I, I've not seen one redeeming quality personally Me neither. from Dane. So I'm like, why not does Ethan like Dane so much? Yes. That's, I really wanted to know a little bit more about why their relationship. he was willing to defend mm-hmm. Dane to the nth degree like yeah, this. Yeah, because Ethan said their family wasn't that close. Mm-hmm. And maybe know? because he wanted a closer family. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I so don't know. Th- so while they're, they're kind of olive leaves early is out in the parking lot. Ethan chases after her and they have an argument about this. And he tells her, you know, I think you misunderstand that whole shebang. But here's the point that I literally went. (gasps) Yeah. When he says he angrily says she's just pissed off about her job and lashing out because she is bitter about everything Amy has and she doesn't. Yeah. That he literally hurt. It. He it immediately hurt. regrets it. It was it was all of soft spot though. You know, yes. it's like going below the belt. It's going for yes. the underbelly. It was yes. very very much. You definitely don't want somebody that you're falling in love with to. That's what you think of me. Yes, like really. Like, that's to what think you the think? worst of you. Yeah, and and I, she even says like you know she loves her sister and loves the things you know. Think we're just different. Mm-hmm. We're just different. Is how yeah. she's always said it. She's mm-hmm. never really been jealous of her, but the fact that he accused her of this, it's like. She's had enough, and she gets in the car, slams mm-hmm. the door, won't even hear him. He's like trying to knock on the door and follow her. And she, just I do leaves. like that. He like tries to follow. He does. The car. He immediately was like, "Oh shit!" Like big I, oops, big oops. That came out of my mouth. <laughs> so the next day, Olive decides to tell Amy what she knows because she's no, she just doesn't have any faith in Dana anymore, mm-hmm. and I don't blame her one iota. Right. Um. She, she doesn't think she's wrong. She's like, no, right. I'm right. Amy deserves yes. to know, and I'm gonna bring this up to my yeah. sister because they are close. Their family's ridiculously close. Mm-hmm. Amy's understandably hurt, and she lashes out at Olive, which I expected that. I didn't expect yeah, for Amy to believe too. her right away. Yeah, I, I was yeah. preparing for this. Me too. But she also, poor Olive, she's taking a beating because she insults Olive pretty much the same way that Ethan did. Yeah. Um, but I feel like 
it was necessary for, for Olive to hear this particular type of point, though. Because yeah. Amy says, you're always so happy to believe everything just happens to you. I think it's easier for you to believe that when things don't go your way, it's not because of something you did. It's because you're a pawn in some cosmic game of chance. Because Olive is completely always harping on how unlucky she right. is. And just like, oh, well, that, that's it's my, unlucky. That's my, I got fired right. from my job because it's unlucky. it's unlucky. My roommate moved out because it's unlucky. Mm-hmm. And so so I think that it was important for her to hear, though it was it was tough love, but it kind of shakes yeah. her up, her worldview yeah. up, and just like you know what, like okay. I will stop thinking in those types mm-hmm. of terms. It does benefit her in the long in the long run. It was harsh and it hurts her and it kind of isolates yeah. her from you know. First of all, well, the, the fact that she doesn't believe her, what she's saying right, is true. Right. So Ethan comes to dinner that night. Things are awkward. Like he apologizes for saying that the that those things to her. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they get into their old argument about I'm not gonna drop the Dane thing. Yeah. And then she admits she told Amy. And so she's like, I know it's coming, and Ethan's like, Olive, I think we should break up. Oh. So it's so devastating it's because the fact that Ethan doesn't think it's a big deal that not that he doesn't believe it happened, but that he doesn't think her feelings are a big deal about yeah. the situation. I think that that was like, that hurt. Ouch. I'm that like, hurt. that's not, that that's not bad. going in your favor, Ethan. No, you know, I didn't bad. like that. I didn't like that. And I was like, fuck you, Ethan. I can't even lie. I was like, fuck you, Ethan. Get, yeah. get, get out the door. Walk away. <laughs> get on out. So Olive is now forced to focus on herself. She doesn't have Ethan as a distraction and Mm -hmm. Amy hasn't spoken to her in like a week. And she's waitressing at her cousin's restaurant at the time. I love this, how her family really rallied around her. It was beautiful scenes. I love it. Yes. And it gives her the time to reevaluate what she really wants out of life because she was like, though I was comfortable in my job, I knew what I was doing. It wasn't Mm -hmm. really what I really wanted to be doing anyway. So now I'm thinking about what, how do I yeah. want to use my degree? Yeah. And she's thinking about, I love that she's thinking about, okay, this is positive. I'm mm-hmm. going to focus on, well, yeah. And that's why I think my that dream. the Amy conversation mm-hmm. was a positive conversation. Exactly. Even I though totally it was agree. very tough love. Yes. Um, so Amy texts her a week or two later because she's gone through Dane's phone list and yeah. finds a list of girls and she screenshots it and she's like, are these what you're talking about? Like names of girls. And she's like, I really don't know names. Mm-hmm. Or I don't have a list of names. We didn't get deep into that conversation. Oh, God. Can we, can we talk briefly about his code to get into his phone that she, when she hacked into his phone, <laughs> it was one, 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 one. <laughs> Cause he's number one. He's number one guys. He's, He's a one, 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 one. So she goes into the text messages and she's like, so they're all asking to hang out. Is this mm-hmm. code for booty call? Yes. yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is, Amy. It is very much code for booty call. Oh Lord. So she asks Olive to come to dinner. This is like, she, Olive didn't hear from her for like a day. And mm-hmm. then she asked Olive to come to dinner, please. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to be there for you. Yeah. She doesn't know what's happening. She doesn't she's know what's like, going I'm on, just going to be there for my sister. Right. Period. Right. She needs support. I'm going. So she gets there <laughs> and Amy's just not really chatting. She's yeah. Like she's just like, she's like, I've got lasagna, come eat. Mm-hmm. And she's acting just really like not really talking. Well, first they do have a hug and she cries and then she wipes her tears. She says, come in and eat and let's just talk. And she doesn't want to push it. Mm-hmm. She's like, just kind of waiting for Amy to open up. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Dane will be here soon. She goes, what? Okay. She's just okay. going with the flow. Every, right. Everything about this scene is very much just sit and yeah. see what happens. It's so Amy. It's so see what happens. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. It's beautiful. So Dane comes home and uh, uh, home from work and sees Amy and Olive drinking wine. He's like, "Oh, hey!" And Olive goes, "Go to hell, Dane!" And Amy, la- Amy laughs. She did. So I already knew that it was going to be a positive step towards the fuck you, Dane. Yes, yes. But she's like, "Go on in and get your lasagna, honey." Mm-hmm. You know, and the whole time, and but she she can see that. Amy is trembling. Mm-hmm. Like she is so nervous. Something's about to happen. So the doorbell rings and Amy is super calm on the outside, except for the trembling. When Dane is seen trying to usher out a girl that's yeah. shown up on the doorstep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amy has texted all the girls in Dane's phone pretending to be him and, <laughs> and asked them to come meet him at his house. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so his cover is blown. Yeah. Oh my God. And I love it how was, Dane's trying to like, explain he's like this isn't what you well, think and the other girl goes yes it is yeah we slept together last week or and whatever amy's like amy's like excuse me dane i'm in the middle of introducing myself to one of your girlfriends and i was like fuck yes, yes amy yes i was like you get to the bottom of this sister yes i but i love she said she even said before when the doorbell first rang she told amy she, uh 
Olive, she's like, I have to do it this way. And mm-hmm. with Dane, you do, because he's a slick con. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's yeah. going to weasel his way out of everything like he always has. Right. And like you said, whenever he was like, well, I haven't. And the other, the girlfriend says, mm-hmm. you have you last have. week. Yeah. Like so, we slept together last yes. week. Yeah. So this yeah. is the best, like to get to the truth, you need to talk to the girls, these other girls. Um but Amy, all of a sudden, Ethan shows up as well. Yeah. Okay. When the second girl drives up. The second up, girl drives up. And one's she, leaving. I love how she knew it was up. She was just like, you're married. Like, she yeah. was like, I know what this is. You're I know what married. this is. You're like, married. Motherfucker. I know. And she even notices that the girls are not all dressed up to like, like impress somebody. Like, they're yeah, coming like, from work. One was a nurse's scrub. Like, they've had relationships with they're these girls. He's having relationships with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, so... So Ethan shows up, um, and I know one of the girls says, I hope she leaves you, gets in her car, and drives away. Dane is like, got his head in his hands. What I thought was interesting is he was actually crying. Yeah. You know, which but I was like, well. he really thought he would never be found out because yes. he kept saying, I can't believe this is happening. Yes. You, you know, can't believe he's been caught. caught. Exactly. As and at. whenever Ethan's like, but what's going on? Olive is just like, I think you know what's going on. And Ethan's like, but you didn't. And uh, he was yeah. like, only a couple times. It's only been a Cassie. couple of times. Like, since the, the wedding. What? 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 And Olive's like, and with um with Tiffany, you know, five yeah. months ago, too. Yeah. Like, or Trinity, mm-hmm. whatever her name was. Trinity. I'm yeah. sorry, not Tiffany. Ethan is shocked while he's just like standing there stupefied, looking mm-hmm. at his dumbass brother and realizes what a mistake he's made. But Olive tells him that she is not here for his apology and to you know, take Dane with him, get out. Like, yeah. leave. like we're like, not here for you. And she's leave. like, I need to take care of my sister, you yeah. know? So Olive moves in with Amy and is actually enjoying her time at the restaurant and just kind of letting herself breathe and figure out what she's going to do with her life. I like, she's even like saving money, living with her sister. Mm-hmm. She's not putting pressure on herself to, f- yeah. to figure out something whenever, right. or to start a new job without figuring out what she right. needs. I also love how she mentions like the entire family, every. Tia, you know, mm-hmm. more all the ants. They all showed up to pack every piece of shit of Danes and put it in the garage. And yeah, like, come get it. I really like her family dynamic. <laughs> yes, definitely read it just all for the family rallying dynamic. It's corner. pretty funny. It is. It's so good. So, um, so that's when we go to the big scene. She's at the restaurant and she's waiting tables. And Mister and Missus Ham- Hamilton show up in her in her section. She's like, oh my god, mm-hmm. um, like she would be serving them. Yeah, she was know. real. She's like, uh, well, you know, why don't I get you another table or whatever? And like when they're ushering them off and getting them like a free appetizer for having to move them out of her section, you can hear his wife. Go, you know, that's when she's like, damn it, you know, you couldn't even fill that Are place. You Are you happy, happy with, with yourself? yourself? Yeah, look what you did. You know. <laughs> but then when she returns back to the table he was sitting at, Ethan is sitting there. Yeah. And that's when we have my showdown scene where he makes his grand gesture, which I thought was beautiful. And it was beautiful. And he does confesses he loves loves her. I'm in love with you. And so we find out that he's been working with her family behind the scenes to set this all up, which I thought that this was beautiful because the dress that he uses for his his little tank top (laughs) is um is uh Julieta's uh dress. And also Amy was like her whole family sitting around the restaurant in disguises. And Amy was there. Amy set up this whole thing. She even was it Diego and her dad in wigs mm-hmm. or something yeah and she even <laughs> she even speculates that amy's the one that got mr and mrs yes. hamilton to come eat that night just yes. so they could witness one more thing i wanted to say about this too is that when because i do love the relationship between amy and all which we don't see a lot except in the very beginning and in mm-hmm. the very end we're just told that they're close right you know? and we expect you know that that's understandable but when Olive asks her, she's like, is it going to be weird between me and Dane? Like, I feel, is it that not going to be a good thing? You know, and she talks about how, is it going to remind you of Dane? She said, no, now I know why we were together. It was, ha- there has to be a there reason. There has to be a reason. She says, I have to believe right. that there is a reason for her misery, basically. Yeah, and it's for y'all. Yeah. You know, I love that. And there was scenes that we hadn't talked about that Am Amy had gone eat out with Ethan yes, just to talk about because yes, yes, Ethan yes. wanted to. That's talk probably when they were plotting and the apologize grand <laughs> for his, his part. He wanted to yes, apologize for his part in he did. being the enabler for yeah. Dane because, I mean, he yeah. was Dane's excuse the whole time. But I think he, he needed a little just shunning from Olive live for a little while she had to shun him for a little bit oh definitely <laughs> and actually let's talk about this let's i really want to actually talk about this and the importance of the way that they redeemed ethan yes because for me what he did the way that to me it was obvious 
that Dane was guilty. Right. And the way that he kept insisting that there must be another explanation. Mm -hmm. And I understand loyalty to your family. But whenever this evidence is coming, like, just stacked and stacked and stacked against Mm -hmm. you, and then whenever your girlfriend's trying to sincerely tell you that this really bothers me. me. Like, this actually, not even, it's like, this bothers me. Do you care that this bothers me? He's a liar. He's a liar and a cheat. So... I did not like that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, Ethan, I don't know. I was like, I don't know if you can be saved. But they did save him. And Mm -hmm. I think that it was very important because of all the internal monologue that goes on um, with Olive and just talking about like misunderstandings, second Mm -hmm. chances. Mm -hmm. um, And I just like it. I just like it because she felt very – if Olive wasn't sure and and confident in herself by the time that Ethan made his grand gesture – I don't think I would have liked it as much, but yeah. Olive is like definitely in the better position in life, basically. Right. And also she does say, cause she's just like, I could make him work harder for it. Mm-hmm. But then she also makes a point. She just like, you know, I'm done. I kind of really want I'm to have like a happy, a happy, yeah. you know, I want to take grasp the happiness and yes. stuff like that. She so, wants to have that sort of seize the day mentality, mm-hmm. which she was enjoying in life. She's right, like, she doesn't exactly. want to go back to being safe and being like, contentious with him and everything and blocking him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like Like that too. She could close off her heart, but she chose to do it. Right. Which I do like, I think, I mean, you really definitely have to read because their writing is just so brilliant in the way that they uh, handle these situations. I agree. I think it was beautiful. It so. was great. And it was just, you know, it's such a fun read, but it's also deeply emotional toward the end. Oh, absolutely. You know, it was great. Definitely heavy subject matter. That's awesome. But the epilogue, we get a nice little full circle epilogue, which is very nice. <laughs> Two years yes. later, they would do a return trip to Maui with Amy and her new boyfriend, Dr. Lucas, who's mm-hmm. a friend of Ethan's. They're just super, I like how they describe their little relationship. <laughs> yeah. And Amy's finally getting out there and Ethan plans to propose in Maui and when he finally finds the perfect moment Olive sort of kind of ruins it in the most (laughs) hilarious way in the first most Olive way (laughs) yes Olive of course this has to happen so Ethan just like oh the sunset we're alone and stuff and they take like a selfie and Ethan shows her the selfie and she's like oh Captioned, captioned this. This. this is like the type of pictures that they frame and be like, she said yes. And then Ethan's like the blood drains from <laughs> Ethan's face. Like, I'm actually about to propose. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you were gonna. Oh, and he's like, oh, no, 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 it's fine. No, no, it's no, okay. not. No, no not. What? what? It's very. And so he backtracks and he's just like stewing and just like, he doesn't even know yeah. if Olive wants to get married though. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not sure if yeah. she wants that actual And so I think step. that's, yeah, his insecurity comes to the Yes, forefront. and I really like it. Really and then Olive fast. is just like, so I saw this really ugly dress the other day and he was like, uh-huh. And he was like, like, I like she, she's like going. describing what? this ugly, like fuzzy orange thing. And she's like, Velvet. I feel <laughs> like we should pay, we can pay Amy back for, for that. And she's like, what? And he's like, well, if we get married, that'll be the perfect bridesmaid's dress for, for her. her. Yes. And so Olive ends up by really proposing to him, which I thought was super sweet. <laughs> and then he and pulls thought, out the rings like, well, you might want to need this. But. Yeah. And I think I liked that because the moment wasn't too perfect. It yes. was very awkward, yes. but it turns into it was, the po- it, perfect it was, moment. It was the perfect moment for Olive and Ethan. Yes. It was and I awesome. like that because not everything happens uh, according to and plan. And you love that. You love it I when like mistakes happen. Mistakes and, like, are like, real life. Real life. Like yeah. I'm not saying that every proposal has to be uh, imperfect but I'm just saying that yeah. sometimes dates don't happen exactly right Agreed. sometimes the first time you have sex with your new boyfriend or girlfriend yep. it doesn't happen quite perfectly <laughs> um, so I just like that sometimes authors uh, insert Use, a dose of reality yes. to their novels and it, it's just it's just fun it's, it's just, just a so nice fun. little ad so Good I will basically deal. read anything though right so, I know <laughs> um, yeah definitely one of my favorite books on a honeymooners five Absolutely. plus 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 star and I was actually just on Goodreads the other day and I noticed this beautiful book and I was just like, oh, what is this? And it's called Twice in a Blue Moon and it just so happened to be their next release that they're doing in uh, October of 2019. This is actually going to be a second chance romance um, and I'm very intrigued. Okay, this is is interesting because that's one of the tropes that I don't yeah like or i've not read a lot that i'm I, it just doesn't interest me i love the like the i'm fresh, slowly new, giving whatever. her some i'm slowly yes. giving her some ch- second chance romances that i know that she'll like yes and i'm pretty interested because well, we can buddy read this one and see oh fun i'd like to feel it I'd yeah like i like read. it i like it so much 
All right, guys, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to the next one where we'll be discussing The Bride Test by Helen Huang. Yes. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A. 